always in the wife beater, Stephen. <laughs> uh, the guns. <laughs> All right, guys, we're live. Wallow J, I have Miggy here, Egghead, The Dream, Stephen Aiken, The Bad Guy, Elijah Carlton, fresh off on the season finale for the PGF. Guys, what is up? How are you guys feeling? Man, I'm feeling Good, man. awful. <laughs> <laughs> you you look awful. Yes. Yes. How you feeling, Steven? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm here in Auburn with my son. We're going to go to the trampoline park in a little bit, taking a little break. Is that Auburn, vacation. Georgia? Yeah. Auburn, Alabama. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. War Eagle. Oh, How man. far is that from you? It's about two hours. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're going to go camping yeah. tomorrow over over here some at uh, some friends land of that sounds just fun. crushing you know? so a little vacation time after uh some hard work yeah man gonna enjoy some downtime and be able to relax with my with my boy a little bit you know we've been kind of yeah i see you i see you got that camp coming up is that next week or two weeks from now so there's a the big one in october is uh costa rica is october the 10th to 16th uh dude that thing is, is stupid how that really blew up uh so fast i've been kind of working on it for a few years uh and we did a small one and then last year we were going to do one and covid shut it down and so then this year when i mentioned it it just like sold out as soon as we basically everybody's opened. got that government money they're like yeah let's go to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> hey that's what i keep telling everybody is like if you want to spend your money nobody will stimulate you more than the dream baby come on let's go Hey, that's sound, that's that sounded like a used car salesman. Yeah. I'ma stimulate you. Come on down. <laughs> hey, come on down, baby. No, but it. you got another camp coming up, right? Like in a week or two, like a little training camp. Uh, oh yeah, kind of, like that? most of this will be probably probably for my students mostly though. Guys oh, okay. Their first competition, uh, like a little competition camp for them. It's like twice a week, uh, you know, for six weeks, mostly for the oh, okay, cool. really competing a lot. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We got a lot of like first timers on our squad. Let's see if I can get the camera on my face the right way. It's weird. There you go. Hey, you still look yeah. good, bro. Always. Yeah, no, no matter w- um, what way you turn that camera, you're not going to look right, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I think you misunderstood. I think you misunderstood. Always good looking. But yeah, but like we got a, we, we have a ton of white belts uh, on our squad at school that haven't ever competed or only competed like one time. So we're going to try to get some, you know, some good fundamentals for competition mindset, you know, approach to the the rules of the, the competitions that you're going into and different things like that. Try to get them to share some of this info, how to not get heel hooked in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I think it was six seconds. Six. I mean, you know, who's counting? <laughs> Nobody important. You know, this is this is this is kind of funny because you, Stephen, said that Elijah wouldn't talk shit to you back in uh, while that while the filming was going on, and now he's like, it don't matter. You guys he's are talking shit. It to you. <laughs> it's because he's, it's cause he's not it's here like, to lay it's on okay, me. It's because we're not in front of each other. Like, Come on, man. I was like, just give it to me, man. Let's go. Make this fun for me at least. Like, honestly, we should have had a it. camera on uh, on me and Colvin. Me and him uh, clicked a little bit more on like the talking shit. He was uh he was getting back at me pretty hard. I was kept setting myself yeah. up for some for some bad ones. 
<laughs> you guys were you guys kept it pretty good going. You know, when when the season was over and and whatever on, on Facebook, going back and forth without revealing anything, and we were all like, "All right, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, is there beef for real, or they're just just fucking around?" I mean, there was never any real beef or anything like that. But I definitely wanted to beat his ass. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, was, it was nothing more than to ruin his day was in my mind. So, so yeah, it's like, it was, it was real, but it wasn't like malicious or anything For sure. like that. Like looking, looking back at it now that it's over, you know, how, how was that experience, you know, from beginning to end? For me? For both of you. I mean, I mean, he's still going, he's like, he's, he's still in the PGF. Now apparently he's going to go to the, to the other one. So he's just perennial PGF anywhere between 100 pounds and 150 pounds he's, he's gonna be there uh but dude for me it was really fun i thought i was gonna come in and not necessarily be one of the favorites in the room by everybody or i didn't think maybe some of the people would have thought as much of my game as they did i guess until i got in the room and everybody started telling me things about myself and i was like, oh shit these people know who i am kind of deal uh Cause I kind of like, like I said before, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but like, I really was expecting and kind of hoping a, a like a season one where there would be like twenty other white up in there and like six really tough guys. That way you could hide those uh, those losses with <laughs> with some ducks every, <laughs> every week. Uh, but it literally just turned into a season full of like killers for the most part. And so yeah, there wasn't like, there cool. wasn't any scrubs there, you know. Yeah, just getting through it, man, is an experience that I think. A lot of people don't have, so it was well worth it to just even go through it and to do it to have the information about a situation like that. You know, dealing with all those different personalities, all those different like levels of athleticism and backgrounds, and like you know, Randy and Jake with their different pedigrees of wrestling. You know, figuring out what that looks like in our world. You know, they locked up and how how that plays out, and then. You know, this, this dummy right here that's on the video with his triumphant, triangling people with his little skinny legs, you know, how's that work? <laughs> but I don't know. It, it was really cool to see it all up close and to, and to get your hands on some of those people and really see what that level of competitor feels like. And that way you actually know the truth about stuff instead of just sitting there and, you know, throwing your can at the TV talking about what you would do. I really, I really like the aspect of, um, like how prolonged the 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 tone was set like you know you go to a tournament and 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 you have like this viewpoint of like this is how things should be like you know like this is the guy you see the guy that walks in the room they're like this is the guy who's going to win this and you know and it's like normally the tone is set pretty fast you walk into a tournament you see these guys compete and the, and the tournament's over and then the tone's set like obviously we know who was here and who showed up to do what but like showing up and then having like the first day of matches and seeing like the top guys in it and like how they did with their matches. And then like just seeing how it unfolded over the first like two or three days to really set like the tone of like who was there to do what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I thought it was just pretty interesting. Like that being that whole, that whole process being prolonged over. Cause by the, by the third or fourth day, we, we knew, you know, um, we had it, we had it, um, the pickle down. order. Yeah, yeah. We had the order by then, or at least who we thought was going to win, you know, and um, then it just all unfolded, you know? Yeah, Did you guys I, go I up? Definitely agree. Go ahead. I definitely agree that it was kind of 
everybody kind of knew who the top four on each team was, basically. And then I think the 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 thing that kind of upset it was maybe Zach and uh, Evan was the only one I think that kind of turned out how people may not have thought, or Primo and maybe Kamoy. Uh, they, I think those are the only two that maybe going in we didn't or I didn't think would have been the final four on either side. Uh, yeah, kind of. So I agree with that for sure. Did you know about each other? Like, have you seen each other grapple before? Me and Steven? I had, yeah. I had seen his, I had seen his stuff. And of course, everybody had seen, uh, the don't do the scoop grip on Elijah triangle video online. So, so that was, you know, out there. Like, we were all talking about that band. Somebody was trying to get that scoop grip. Like, oh, here comes the triangle. You can't do that on him. You got to go, like, smash down his knees or something. You can't go. So, yeah, I, I had watched this game, man. I, I had seen who he was. We, we, you know, we're in the same sphere over here in the southeast enough that that he's caught my eye a couple of times. Yeah, I knew Stephen was a boogeyman black belt, and then I think what were you, what were you on three CG? Were you on three CG or were you on a W and O? I was on a fight to win. No, I was on a fight to oh. win out in uh, Dallas. Oh, okay, that's what it was. I knew I'd seen you on something, and I was like, oh yeah, he's on the big stuff. What do you guys heard about? Uh, you know, Zach Edwards, how is he doing? Because he has some issues with his heart. Man, it's it's not looking very good. Honestly, uh, right before we got on here, uh, I saw another update, and they, they had to put uh, like a, I forget what the actual thing, but something to let the pressure off of his brain because is, is now now bleeding the pressure into his brain. So I don't want to speak too much because I, I don't know yeah. what else to say. But but keep, keep him in your prayers, the positive vibes, or, or whatever you believe in. That stuff is that because uh, they definitely need it, and uh, you know we love him. He's a warrior, and, yeah. and, and it, it's definitely not a good time for Zach, from what I understand. Oh man, that's yeah, man. Zach's such a good dude. Nah, dude, straight up, he he he, he yeah, he's a really good-hearted dude, and he's a straight like warrior. He went out. He he's a fucking down. warrior, and he's just a straight player, dude. Like I like. Zach used to fucking drive down from like uh, the northeast. He would just drive overnight, like thirteen or fourteen hours, to get to tournaments. And uh, yeah. I respect that because I've done it a lot myself. Like, because one of the, one of the other people in the southeast that that I knew of that um would fucking replace somebody overnight and drive twelve, thirteen hours to go do a super fight or a tournament. And that's just like that's like baller move. Yeah, that's real shit. Well, what you need is a tire sponsor, bro, or a car sponsor. As much as you travel. <laughs> Dude, for real. My next car's got it. Like, I drive a, like, 2010 Camry, but I want to get, like, a newer Prius. Can't afford oh, a Tesla. Man. I'm not classy enough for a Tesla. Man, you don't. Like, you don't give me those, a nice little Prius. Those Teslas only go, like, 300 miles, and then you got to have, yeah, you know, no, like, a charging I, I You got to plan your route around the chargers and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, give me, like, find me a Tesla that has, like, a 1,000 miles on it or something like that, or 1,500 miles on it. That'll be, that'd be more inclined to buy a Tesla. Make, make it drive the Prius. Make it tell yeah, them about man. it. Dude, Prius is where it's at. Like, Dude, uh, I know. I haven't gotten gas in like three weeks. Nice. <laughs> yeah, during the whole gas spill, you were just like, yeah, I'll, I was like, I'll buy I was gas prepared for weeks. this. <laughs> <laughs> Going to make it into an all-wheel drive vehicle <laughs> just in case. I'm going to lift it, Prius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got any questions? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, Elijah first. Have you ever have you seen any of uh, Stevens' uh, dream shows? The the behind the scenes footage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really like uh, the style and stuff they do. 
and um, I've been working on putting some stuff together myself, and I've really like looked into his stuff, and I've watched a lot of BMAC stuff. Um, really trying to put something out there like that. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the top three blue team guys talking about uh, how to take you down? Do you see that episode? I did not see that. <laughs> I did not it see solution. that. It was good. There's lots of scheming going on. <laughs> I bet there was a lot of scheming going on. That was the whole point on like the first day was like the three of us were going to be all ahead of you. Who was it? Was you and Sam and Hunter? Me, Sam, and Hunter. Yeah, uh, three fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how we do. So uh, I, I, another one for uh, for Steven. Uh, I think I saw that post on, on the Facebook group. Uh, are you looking at doing a second week out there in Costa Rica? Uh, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there at this point that we'll do it if people want to keep coming. Like we're we are completely freaking sold out for that first week in this driving me crazy to keep telling people no because i hate like turning people down so like if if enough people want to go to a second week then i mean yeah i'm down i'll, I'll stay down in Costa Rica and just jujitsu for another week and, and and bring a couple of my friends to teach uh if people want to come and hang out with us and train them of course dude I'll if you do that. a second week i'll totally come teach Boom. yeah let's do it let's get your let's get your folks on board and let's go well i mean i'm already gonna be there so all i have to do is just stay so yeah, <laughs> I'm down, totally down. What are the restrictions hey, like down there? Huh? What are the restrictions down like you know down there like? What do you mean for like COVID? you know with the whole COVID shit you know? Uh, so went in January I think, and it was still a little bit as far as like masks and different things like that uh, and whatnot. But we're gonna be kind of on a resort that Costa Verde where there's not gonna be people it, it's private not everybody's going to be walking around this and stuff. so where we're going to be we should be totally fine we're basically renting this huge wedding pavilion that over the ocean out there and that's where the maps are going to be laid down uh and so it's going to be chill we should be fine out there there's plenty of space uh as far as the, the restaurants and things in the city i'm not sure how they're going to act uh because some of them were still closed when we went in january um but from what i've been reading in a lot of the expat groups and different things that i'm in uh the, the places are opening back up a lot more man that sounds like a horrible place to go you know overlooking the ocean while you're doing jujitsu i don't know about that man sounds <laughs> awful dude <laughs> right it's it crazy and literally just we went on a family vacation like three or four years ago i guess and i just met this guy who was a blue belt at the time that taught in his aunt's yoga studio on some of those little like half inch puzzle mats and so I just went up there and trained with him one night, like in a rainstorm. And then we just became friends. And then the, like, the idea got sparked over coffee that I wanted to come down and teach and have a place to train and bring my friends because I, I thought it was so amazing. And so for two or three years, we've been constantly just kind of plugging at it, trying to make connections, trying to meet the right people to get the right deal on the mats because we're providing uh, right at 2,000 square feet of mats to the local community after this is over. The mats, we bought them. We're going to just give them to my buddy Lorenzo to, to teach on. Because all he really has is like 20 puzzle mats that they've been training on down there. And, and so we're just going to we're just gonna donate that to them. Uh, That's that dope, dude. Yeah, man. It's just, I mean, whatever. Like, I could, I could charge people for the mats and try to hold them hostage and worry about all that shit. Or I could just give them to somebody that'll get use out of them all the time and they'll really appreciate it and take care of them. 
and uh, a lot of other people will get to do jujitsu besides just us off of that. So it, it's the you know it's it's nothing to do that honestly. And they'll be there when you go back because I'm assuming that you're going to make it a, a habit yeah. of going well, back. That's what yeah, I'm saying like we're giving it to him, and then we'll have like a, a permanent location that we could go to. Uh, but also have a place year-round if anybody wants to come down and train or, or kick it, or even maybe we could start having it to where we could have a guest coach going down there randomly just to stay and help during the high season because they love the cruise ships and stuff are going to start stopping at the port uh, down in Capos, which is right like one city over uh, from where we do our stuff in Manuel Antonio. So there's a, there's a lot of like future things that can start to develop off of this and, and like, you know, I, I'm really excited about the future and the, and the cut. That, that's one of the things I was saying. I'm ready to move on from competition and being able to like focus on these kind of things and learning how to deal with international customs and, you know, getting 40 people to a place and how to, you know, just dealing with all these different things is, is where most of my energy to be now instead of trying to, trying to hurt these young cats. Uh, I just, you know, just need to be doing all this other stuff that we have that we can do. No, that's a break mentally, too, because, you know, competition mentality to, you know, everyday mentality has got to be different. 100%. Dude, I'm about to cut myself off from the whole grappling scene as well and just put out a lot of content. And I'm going to charge you. And if you want me to show up, um, you're paying me to show up. You're paying me to use, like, me on video because I'm going to have so much content out and so many paywalls, like, for different stuff of me, like, traveling. And I'm going to, like, I'm going to pay people to have matches with me. I'm going to go to gyms like my, I'm going to, the first episode I'm going to put out is probably going to be in the next few months. It's going to be at my buddy Giovanni Ortiz's gym. And it's just the bad guy visits. Um, I think his gym's called uh, uh, Jiu-Jitsu Nation or Nogi Nation or something like that. Um, but the bad guy visits and I'm going to face a blue belt, a purple belt, a brown belt, and a black belt. The black belt probably being Giovanni. And that's going to be behind like paywalls. I'm going to tease it with like my traveling and like, I'm going to bring students with me and they're going to have matches with their guys. And that'll be more of my free content and what I tease it with, tease it with the blue belt and the purple belt matches. And then my, my brown belt and my black belt matches will be behind paywalls. Well, that's smart because look at Gordon. I mean, none of his shit is out there. Everything is paid. You got to pay to see his shit. It's kind of like a mini PGF. Like me, like people just paying to see me grapple. Like, are you, ta- are you, you taking Blake I mean? with like you? I have blue belts and I'm going to, and I'm going to set it up to where like one tap doesn't mean I'll win either. It's either like, um, Two or know, three? Fir- first to three taps. Yeah. Or, um, if you don't get to three taps, uh, you just go to 15 or 20 minutes and I'll do that for like the brown belt and the black belt matches. Maybe, maybe all should matches. make it work. If you don't tap the blue belt like three or four times, you still have to pay him the money. No, I'm going to pay everybody <laughs> to grapple. That's the thing. This is the catch is that I'm going to pay all of them to grapple me. I'm going to show up and pay the blue belt oh, 100 just, bucks. And the, the, everybody oh, gets go. paid either way. And like the black belt, um, I'll pay you $1,000 eventually if I get enough people like subscribing to it. And even just like to start it off, I'll, I'll pay some people really good. Like That's take awesome, money out of my pocket dude. and pay them just to like get the subscribers. I'm going to launch it on OnlyFans. Bro, that's nice. that's hell of exposure. And then I'll probably move to like Patreon, but I think launching on OnlyFans would be pretty funny. <laughs> no, just follow following the Craig trend and like going on OnlyFans and uh, putting out some content. You know, I think all the middle aged guys appreciate it. So now we have an excuse to get OnlyFans accounts, right? Dude, oh, honey, I'm watching jujitsu. I'm watching jujitsu. Dude, I hope I hope a lot of people start following me and doing their own shit because this is the way we're going to take money out of promoters' hands and put it in grapplers' hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
dude. Right. And I'm glad this is how we're going to do it. I'm serious. This is exactly how we're going to do it. I've got like such a fan base that they want to see me fucking grapple. And it doesn't matter if I'm grappling at ADCC. They want to see content of me grappling people and having like multiple taps on them too. Like that's like more of a, a, a role in the gym. You know, you like, you get loosened up off after the first step and they see like more areas of your game, you know? That sounds great, that's man. Cool, man. I'm down for it. I guess I'm going to, let me see. Only fans. Is there an app for only fans asking for a friend? Oh my <laughs> uh, listen, but uh, I am so going to go do ADCC. When oh, is that? Yeah, I'll do trials, but I think that's the only thing. The only other thing I'm going to show up to, unless you pay me money, I'm going to be like, look, you're unless you're paying me money to show up, I'm not showing up. Fuck you. But I'll probably do high rollers. <laughs> that's a uh, good exposure. Always. And season three, yeah. of course. What were you saying, Stephen? I was just going to ask when were you going to start your uh, your series of traveling? Um, pretty soon. I think. Uh, I think I'll probably get a few episodes made first i'll travel around and like get quite a bit of content and then i'll probably drop my first episode in the next few months so who's who's gonna be your camera guy because I, i know steven you got isaac um i think yeah. keelan's gonna travel around with me a little bit and do it for okay. me and then i'm gonna have like one of my roommates is gonna be able to just follow me with like a stabilizer and just give the content to keelan all right on hey Feel free to come pay me a thousand dollars to grapple you, then I would. Love Dude, it. I will absolutely. I'll come to. That's the thing is like I'm probably gonna know most of the people's so gyms I'm going to. I've already got tons of gyms yeah. lined up, lots of ten planet gyms that are about it. Hey, I mean, I'll, the worst I'll, thing that could happen, right? I'll take a thousand bucks to get. What's to the get worst scrubbed? thing that can happen? I pay you a thousand dollars, and your students and your gym gets exposure. Bang! Let's run it. Bang! I mean, money. Shit! Yeah. How And I think I think I think maybe I'll try like quarterly to like raise enough money to have like bigger names. Like I go to like uh the bad guy goes to Puerto Rico, you know, and uh, I face Craig Jones or like just any like any bigger name black belt, you know, I can pay them fucking three or four thousand dollars. Who's gonna say no to that? I wouldn't say no to that. Hey, how was that? I can pay you five grand out there to grapple me. Who's gonna say no? And I'm I'd probably get my ass whooped. I don't care. How, how, was that, how was that? How was that going to Puerto Rico and and you know hanging out with those guys and and getting to roll with them? It was fun, man. Those guys are super tough. John is like exactly like he is on DVD, just um, the exact same. Cool. Those guys are super cool and obviously the best. There's super fun. Got my ass whooped the whole time. Oh snap! I wasn't expecting that. I was you know expecting you to say, "Hey, I scrubbed a couple of guys out there." <laughs> No, this this there's this dude named uh you might follow him on Instagram. He's the uh the jujitsu giant on Instagram and he's this wow, what's his name? His man, name might be Dan. Yeah, it is Dan. He's like nineteen or twenty years old. He's like is six he six. Guy? He's like six six, fucking two hundred and seventy pounds or some shit like that. Fucking huge. I think he's like Russian. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he is. From somewhere in Europe. Yeah, no, he's like fucking uh, Neanderthal. That's what he is. Yeah, he posted <laughs> on his fucking... I swear to God, he posted on his Instagram. He's like talking about like how much Neanderthal he had in him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he, he did a 23 and me and came up, you know, like half ape. <laughs> I was one of the biggest people in the room when uh, I went just because Gordon wasn't there. Um, Craig was there like two of the days I was there, but after Craig left, I was like the biggest dude in the room other than this dude. So I was his partner and he just like fucked me up really bad. Man. He's a blue belt. Y'all seen about yeah. Gordon, you know, stopping competing for a little while because yeah, of medical the issues, medical issues. Yep. 
That sucks, Craig's man. gonna well, who's watching tonight? Craig's gonna take that number two spot. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram. He's like, I just want to be the number two guy. I don't care about number one. I want to be the number two guy. He's just focused on the Gabby match right now. That's all that matters. Hey, Dude, I, Craig's doing it right, man. He's doing. He's doing. I said, it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I would date Gabby Garcia because none of y'all are gonna say shit to me. I'd be like, baby, get him, get him. <laughs> I'll fight Gabby. That's about her heartbeat. She's like, no, what no, you? not never. <laughs> no striking. No, no. Oh, no, no striking. I would grapple her. Okay, man. She, her arms are as big as your thighs, bro. Come on, just club you. Yeah, <laughs> that is a scary thought. Hey, the, have you guys, you know, let me ask you this. With the whole PGF and having somewhat of exposure, you know, like podcasts like ourselves and other podcasts around, did that affect any of your game or, or your mental, you know, people talking about you guys and like, oh, I don't think he, this guy's going to beat this guy or this guy's going to beat this guy. Did, did that affect you in any way? Either I one really, of you. A little I really sure. didn't like stress over it, man. I, uh. I really went in there like with it with the stick with the bad guy thing, and I knew right. I was going to get good content out of it either way. And I knew my my brand was going to grow, and uh, I, I just think overall it was just fucking awesome. It was great exposure, um, just so much content. You won't ever compete in anything that you get so much fucking content, like, mm-hmm. and even like more so. I love that I had a fucking forty minute match with Sam. That's like so much shit to study. It's 40 minutes of me grappling and seeing, like, reliving it over and getting to study a match with someone who doesn't want to do jujitsu with me. Ooh. No offense. <laughs> I mean, no offense, but, like, people playing that game. Like, I think, I think, no offense to Sam, but I think he really knew he had no chance of beating me. And he was like, I'm going to stall this motherfucker out for honor. Like, I think, honestly, like, I don't think he didn't, I think that's think he didn't have a saw. chance. I think his chance, I think he thought his only chance was to wear you out to make mistakes, and you never started reaching. And since you never reached, it never worked the way that he hoped it would. I could hear their game plan. They wanted wanted to commit to the front headlock, like, as I extend out, like, when I reach for ankles and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he didn't try it once. I was there. I was sitting sitting next to his coach, and I don't think that that was the plan. I think that the plan was to – Try to get in somehow, smash and pass. Can't do it. Can't do it. You gotta engage, dude. You can't you can't you can't walk around the inside, like around the outside. You've gotta like you gotta get in there. Mm-hmm. Now did you did you get frustrated at any point? No, not at all. I was okay. talking sh- a little bit of shit to Sam. I was like, I can go all night, man. I was like, he was getting tired. I was like not tired at all. He was exhausting himself and his knee was about to give out on him. He was really wobbly on his right knee. And it's like, I hit him with a few double Koichis and every time I hit him and he like, he like fell back pretty far quite a few times when I hit him with some of those little mm-hmm. ankle picks and double Koichis, but it was hurting his knee. Like he had to reset his knee a few times. He was oh, really man. wobbly on it after that. You could tell he was shaking a little bit, but he just like wore himself out. Right on. Now, mm-hmm. Steve, Steven, I want to go back. He to had that. a good game plan, but. Like I could hear what their game plan was, and I sit and I heard them talking about it. But they had a good game plan, but uh, yeah, it just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. It yeah. didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work this time. Yeah, I want to go back to the same question about you know the media and you know all the exposure. Yeah. And how how did it affect you mentally? So it was mostly really positive, uh, and I had a great time with most of it. The one thing that really did 
like sour the experience was the collusion deal and what that was going to look like. Uh, you know, because from the inside, it didn't seem like anything. And I, I kind of said that before a few times. Like when we were standing, like kind of like you're saying with, with in regards, when Hunter, Sam, and myself were standing around talking about how to be the top three, this didn't sound like an evil plot. It just yeah, sounded yeah. like three dudes getting together trying to win the game. Yeah, but then absolutely. When it fucking happened, and then it came out, and then it was like, hey, you know, people have like a thousand dollars riding on these matches with the fantasy. I was like, oh my god, like that bothered me really. That was the that was the main thing that like made me feel bad. I guess I would say about it is that it it may have messed up the overall game for for everyone else. Like you know, but. It, we were worried about ourselves. We wasn't worried about the fans at that point. We were trying to get that money, you know. Yeah. And so it was, you know, it was what it was. And as soon as I heard that, I realized that, oh, there's a lot more going on around this. Much like you're saying with the media and and the podcast and, and eggheads write ups that were so eloquent, you know, day uh, week to week talking about me, you know, and, and my misdeeds. Uh, <laughs> That that week was pretty tough, to be honest with you, because of my choice. But other than that, all the other critiques were pretty, pretty honest. Like, I, I I know that I slow played a couple of those and blew it and didn't pull the trigger on a couple of guys when I should have, and, like, that cost me. And then the match I lost, like, Elijah, Hunter, and Matt all clipped me. Like, so there was nothing I could say, like, oh, I got fucked over or anything like that. No, they all they all beat me with ridiculous skill set. And then I just had a couple of dud matches, and then I fucked up everybody else. So I felt pretty good, you know. Hey, head thoughts? Hey, yeah. Following up on the content, I'll go a more positive route. Thanks, Wallow. Uh, you looked really good this season, Stephen. Thank you. You did uh, with with all with all the exposure content, media stuff like that. Uh, did that help out your academies? Did you see? Did you get any new students from it? No, I don't think that audience like. Is like not much, maybe maybe a tad bit, but I don't think like that. The audience of people that are watching the PGF aren't just like regular people around our areas, you know. You're right. We're not yeah, quite to the casuals yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not to casuals. Just the people. It, if I'm gonna be completely honest, it probably cost me about five or ten students because of my focus being off and not being there so much, and then spending nine weeks doing the the promotion and the show and the podcasting and trying to do all, you know, I think, I think I probably lost a couple of students right now, but I think when people circle back and they start Googling us and they see all that content, if they're interested in 10th planet pay or Stephen Aiken, jujitsu, anything like that, and they see that content, then they, then it will be valuable. And we're probably going to, you know, gain hundreds of members at the course of a lifetime with that content on YouTube, which was the point to get out there and lay down some some real philosophy of, of the way that I think it should be and how I'm going to do shit and and let it be for you know this is what it is and I win and lose and it's just like I told you like I sometimes win and sometimes I lose but you know what happens is like it's funny like I got beat by stuff that I so it's, <laughs> it's like you know they use really skills to beat me so it prove it still proved the point like if you do these things right even if it's me that you're going against. You will take me out, despite you know me being a black belt or putting black belt or any of these other things. If somebody makes the right play, they get me. That's that's the beauty of it all in jujitsu. And so I think when people are looking for it, if 
if they're looking for what we have, we're going to close it before they ever walk in the door now, because they, they already have, they already have everything they need to know about what we do on, on tape, like hours of it. You're, you're yeah, there's, go ahead. Yeah, there's so much tape on me, man. Like, there's literally just like you can go on YouTube and see like video, like matches of me when I was blue to, to brown. You know, there's so much tape on me. It's ridiculous. Now, you you were rolling deep with uh, with your squad. There was quite a few people from your school at uh, at the finale. I didn't uh, see I that we, from other guys. I think we're we talking to Steven, right? Total. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had six people that came. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we got some riders, man. That's what I mean. We got a cool yeah. group of people. Uh, and, and they're they're all about it. They love me, and I love them. They love the school. Dude, did, did Sam have a really big crew? I feel like he had a lot of people there. He lives that, in that was my people. We were that just was your people too. Okay, uh, who did I okay. Flip off? That, was that one of your? That was my people? wife. You shot oh. the bird at. I did not know that. I just heard it and put the fingers up. Yeah, no, I know. I know that we were just laughing. We we're just trying to have fun with it. Like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they, they were in there with me the night that we had that match on Jeff. We were at one of my students' house, and there was like 12 or 13 of us sitting around, like, chilling. And they all thought I was going to win. Like, I, I had them convinced that I was about to fuck you up. And <laughs> <laughs> so this is what they deal with as, with their coach you know it's just like i was just yeah you know, so they so they're down the ones that the ones that are there they know what's up they know what they're getting into and they're down uh we we started in like what's it actually next week is our one year anniversary for the school we started in the middle of the the corona shit so everybody that left they chose to be with us they 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 wanted to be doing jujitsu with us and be a part of the community with us so it made it it made it really easy to get all these people who's uh, like, who's uh, seth morrison is that one of your students oh that's my guy oh he's yeah all right, see, we, got, to tap the we got you an almost blue belt right here he's an a white belt, belt for now yeah when he gets that blue belt you let me know i'll give him a hundred we'll bucks send it we'll send it <laughs> <laughs> my oh, you're, getting called, you're getting called out by a he white was, belt bro Dude, that's what's up. See? I got, hey, people, I got up? people who will pay to see me fuck him up. <laughs> Listen, you got, you, got people, <laughs> you got people that want to see you win, and then you got people that, that want to see you Dude, I'll get more people that's paying. Perfect. I'll get more people paying behind my paywalls to watch me fucking lose, dude. Get me. Yep. Shit. You I'll, talk a, I'll talk a lot of shit and hype it up really hard like I'm about to fuck somebody up and then lose, and it'll be okay. And I'll just do it again. Yep. And then maybe I'll win <laughs> yep. eventually. You know? <laughs> You will. You'll get. You'll get there. Yeah. That's how you'll get there, though, right? I think you yeah. got the right mindset. But whatever, all the you know bullshit aside, it was cool to get around you and get to be around you like up close for a few days and see behind the the social media stuff that's out there about you and see like your mindset and the way that you approached competition and you know how smart you were about the game. To be honest with you, because you could hear conversations that you were having on the side with other people about strategies and technique and stuff and it's like oh, okay this guy this guy knows what he's really doing he's not just like fucking around on on instagram and social media you know so so it was really cool man i think i think you're heading in the right direction i love your attitude about stuff thank you man i really appreciate it i'm uh working really hard at it i'm just like i've got this i've got this stick and i'm gonna fucking go with it you know right i think that's the only way i'm gonna make money it's like i'm not gonna be a gordon ryan like 
I'm not, I mean, I mean, I could be, I could be the best one day, but you never know. Um, it's like very like small percentage chance that that happens. You know, you got to brand yourself. You got to market yourself. Um, you got to make money. I heard that. Yeah. Elijah, you, you were, you were coaching some of the guys during the finale where you, I, I, I swear I heard you, uh, giving advice to people. Was that you back there? Um, yeah, I was actually coaching against Steven with uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I was next to him taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, I think help. that's what you heard. I think that's the only person I coached that night. Yeah, he needed a lot of help. That so that's, what, that, that's why his crew was giving Matt. it to you. That's one of my really good friends. Uh, he's legit, dude. I've been training he's together a, a lot. Nice dude. Him and his brother are so Between. good. Yeah, they're quality. I wish we could have like gotten on y'all like the team. That would have been. I fun. think if anybody else could have beat me in the season, it would have been Jake. Jake's a tough son of a bitch. Mm. Let me ask you about that. Match if anybody could have tag, if anybody could have tapped me out in regulation, I think it could have been Jake. He's really, 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 really fucking good. Now that and match, he had a lot of weight on me, and just like his style of passing, he's gonna dive in there and fucking put his pressure on you. He's a hard that- motherfucker to handle. That match between you and Jake where, you know, you were going at it pretty good and then all of a sudden you throw up the leg and he looks into the camera and he smiles. <laughs> there was there was some talk. I don't know, but <laughs> look, look at Steven shaking his head. <laughs> What's there the talk? Was, I, I heard that he just gave it to you. Uh, That's I what I about, heard. I don't know about that, but oh, um, okay. I, I haven't I don't heard anything that. like that. But uh, I don't believe it either. But I'm just saying because he looked into the camera, he smiled, and I, he was, I, and he I, was I mean, either. I think anybody who's who's seen my stuff, and especially anybody who's felt my triangle, like when I catch you right there, like especially if you're like postured up like he was, yeah, um, you're getting fucking triangle, man. I'm really heavy right there. Like the way I use my left leg to to hang more like down your back instead of just like on your neck. Um, I'm really, really, really fucking heavy right there. And the last thing you need to do is posture up. Cause when you posture up, I get my foot out and I, and I love my triangle. My legs are long as fuck. Yeah. I, I think and that's uh, what Steve- I was talking about. That was the play that we all saw. And so when he had him in there, uh, it was like, Oh shit, you know, and Jake, the reason he smiled is because he had he that knew. realization. He knew. Like, shit. he knew he got caught. Like, yeah. Uh huh. He was laughing because he was like, damn it. It wasn't like, I'm going to let you have this. It was like, shit, play kid. It was more it's like, like we, that. I think. Like we talked about this, and I still got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh huh. You know what's coming, and you can't yeah. stop it sometimes. I, I thought coming. I had, I thought I had Hunter there twice at the finale. Um, one time, then he got to his feet real quick. I was in my position, and I didn't have, I didn't have my 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 two hands on top of the elbow. So my my right hand was caught underneath his elbow, like a, like a half ass underhook. And if I, I feel like if I hit that spot that I was in and my hand would have been out and I had both of my hands on that outside elbow. Um, I could have finished that triangle, but are you looking at yeah. running it back with them soon or I don't, I don't have anything to prove against Hunter. He's a fucking beast. He's got fucking 30 something pounds on me. Probably. I was only 175 at the finale, maybe like 182 when we face in the How season. Much I'm like 175 right now. I'm talking about Hunter. Didn't he fight? He's probably 205. 205. He's yeah. probably 205, 210. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. He doesn't I think he, look I think he was 210. No, nah, he yeah. looks small. He feels strong, though. Dude, he's, he's really strong in the Augs. Maybe he he's not. Maybe he's just 200 pounds. But I think he's like 210. Yeah. Last, the last weight that I saw, he was 205. I don't know. So Possibly. maybe. Maybe, yeah. Either way, he's a big, strong son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. So are you in for season three confirmed or are you going to um, wait a little bit? Or I'm what? trying to get BMAC to pay me to show up. Oh. 
<laughs> I think he said something right, about trying right. to pay everybody who does it this season. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I'm trying to get a little bit more. I uh I just think I'm worth it. I really do. Um I think I have a uh I'm gonna like I think I've got some gear companies like I've been a few different ones I've been deciding. Yeah. But uh I think I've got a gear company that's gonna pay me a good bit of money to rep them all season. And uh just like I'm just trying to make money, man. No, um, no, I hear you. you know, hey. Like I'm trying to make myself valuable. Like, and if I don't start now, like I'm, you know what I mean? It's yeah, dude. You got, you got to value yourself. More people more valuable for the PDF than you have been for. Dude, sure. it, exactly. And I got to play my card, dude. I like no matter what happened in the season. Like every there's so many fucking good people in the season. I am very fucking valuable to that association, and uh, I feel like I should get paid to be back. And I just don't think and I, I don't think anybody 170 pounds can take me. I think that's on the planet, honestly. But well, now that you bring that up, I heard—I don't know—I heard that Keith Krikorian was going to be coming in, possibly for season three. What do you oh, know about Keith? I forgot about that. I love Keith; he's really good. But let's let's get it. Oh let's yeah, yeah. And again, either way, I don't really care. Um, I'm. Have I'm you ever seen him before? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, just once cool, uh, cool. after a tournament that he won, I was in. I didn't get beat by him. I got beat by. Uh, I can't think of his name. It doesn't then, matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> then Keith beat him. Yeah. But we trained after that, and he fucked me up. Nah, he's a good guy, man. He's a cool. Oh dude. yeah, he's a real good dude. Like he'll be fun to be around in a season Absolutely. like that. He, so, so stuff, but he would be great for the show, and he brings that level, obviously the PC vet stuff like that. So yeah, really cool. How long ago was that tournament that you guys were both in? Um, that was probably like three years ago. I had like drove up to Oklahoma to uh, Hunter Colvin's gym, actually. Uh, the brothers jiu jitsu with him and Jams. Oh, when he's doing those. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I cut to one, it was 160. Uh, or maybe it was 155. I had to make 157, but uh, it was awful. I should never cut to that weight. Well, I was probably walking around 170 before that. Maybe a little louder. That's but, three years ago, though. So, you know, yeah. Things are different. I mean, shit, oh, I remember. I remember shit from three years ago and you know, you were, I think you were just like a brand new purple or maybe, or yeah. even a, or, or even no. a blue. No, I was, I was a brand new purple belt. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot has changed since then, you know, your game is For a sure. little bit better. So I, I'm, I'm actually I'm a big one seventy two. I'm excited to see it, to be honest with you. I'm a monstrous one seventy. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Because Keith, Keith normally grapples at what, 155? Yeah. I think so. Or 45 even. Even, yeah. Mm. It's going to be interesting be, either way. He used to be 45, but he's also getting older. He's in his 20s now, I guess. He's not a teenager anymore either. So he may be. He's probably like 23. He's 22 or 23. Yeah. How old are you, I remember, Elijah? I remember him being like a high school kid coming into the gym out there just like after wrestling practice or after wrestling, he'd come to jujitsu also like a like a little teenager or whatever and they're like wow this cute little kid is training so hard that's awesome and then all of a sudden he's like wrecking everyone around and making it to these big shows and it's like oh okay that's you do it <laughs> dude actually i uh i went and i went to uh oceanside to the freaks and uh trained last weekend oh, last weekend nice. oh damn yeah on sunday uh i was, was there a regular on, day i was there on Friday morning and Sunday morning, I think. But I got okay. to train with uh, Kyle Chambers quite a good bit. And uh, Kyle Bain was there on Sunday and 
trained with Kevin a good bit and uh can't remember who else, but got some awesome training, man. That's sick, man. It's, it's dude, Chambers is so good. Oh my god, man. Those those were the best days to be able to be in the room like that every day and just constantly getting wrecked by guys like that and having to go home and figure out what what's what every day. You know, yeah. it, it's it's super nice because even guys like, are you speaking about Kevin uh, Burdick? Yeah, yeah, Kevin and yeah, Chambers he, like he, are he, super good. And he's small, typically like Burbage is like he's getting a little bit bigger, but like at one forty five or so, even when I'm two forty, like I could we could roll like as hard. There's no as way that kid. There's no way that dude's one forty five, man. I was thinking he was like one ninety. Like, he's bigger now, but he used to be, he used to be down around closer to forty five or fifty five. That's what I'm saying. Lifted, so he may be a little heavier now. Yeah, dude, like, he's, he was he's pretty strong, pretty big too. Yeah, he used to yeah. grapple at one fifty five. I didn't I didn't yeah. know that. I thought he was he like more of a one seventy dude and got on weight. Got locked down and started lifting that prison weight during the corona last year out there in California. He's on that probably. corona juice. I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, those guys if you want to win, it seems like that's what a lot of people are doing. But yeah, those guys are crazy good, dude. It, I miss being able to go out there and be with them every week doing the work uh, that they do, like because they're they're dedicated to the cause. They don't they don't do anything else, you know. Yeah, they are, it, man. It, it, they are dedicated to the cause for sure. Hey, I, I heard you on your show, uh, Stephen, saying that you were really not at a hundred percent. You have some issues with one of your legs. Man, I haven't been 100% in years, I guess, is the honest answer about that. That's why I don't really talk about it much. But, like, I've got some pretty narrow discs in my lower back, uh, right around S1, you know, the, the lumbar, sacrum area. I'm, I'm probably going to have to have some surgeries soon-ish, uh, if I can – Unless I can unwind it, but like, yeah, my right hip is pretty messed up. That's why I play such a heavy, uh, half guard game with the left leg being the dominant leg and the right leg being the, the bottom side leg because I don't have as much strength to push and, and dexterity in that leg to move. Like, that's what I said with Elijah. Like, the, not the reason, but the reason I knew I was dead when he caught that leg is because I don't have as much mobility. So if I would have tried to, that there was no good no reason to even try to go far because i don't have the mobility in that in that uh hip to to do a lot of the stuff that i need to do to be the highest level competitor but i, I mean been hiding it pretty well over the last couple of years someone, i just think that someone sent me an anonymous anonymous a- email and told me about your right hip and that's why i attacked it collusion I was about to say that's a flat out lie it has to be uh, <laughs> but that would be great if it was a true story <laughs> no it's not no but it, it, it is why I play a lot of the half guard style that I play and you know it's no excuse that's the thing is like, it's, it's been that way for a while but these guys were just good enough that it really mattered in a couple of those instances and and so yeah, and I and I couldn't keep up my work rate and in training as much because like you know I guess kind of like two or three years ago, three years ago for sure, uh, I could do five or six days a week, two a days, no problem. Now if I do one really hard day with about five or six good rolls in it, I have to take like two days off and like ice and take hot baths and stuff just to get out of bed and stuff like that. So I just 
I just don't like to talk about it because I don't like to dwell on it and not really like it's not worth being down and out about. It's like it's just something that I've been dealing with. And so I wanted to compete with it anyway. There's no excuse. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I was I mean, I've been injured. So it's not something that is, is like, woe is me or nobody should feel bad about it for me or anything like that. Gotcha. Now, you also mentioned that you're looking at possibly stepping away from competition. If your body starts feeling better, is there a possibility that we see you back on the mats competing? I, I won't say that I'll never compete again, but I don't think I'll ever put the energy into it to be one of the really serious guys again that's like living and dying with winning and losing, you know, uh, or like Elijah here trying to make money with competition. You know, I, I'll do something for fun, you know, that maybe down the road, but I don't, I don't want to put that much energy and focus into it anymore because it just, it just takes away too much of everything else that I have going on in life with my family and my school and all the other things that I'm trying to do. If I can't get out of bed for a couple of days a week, it kind of sucks. So, you know, I, I meant really well, but I, I just don't want to have to, I just don't want to have to, I, that's what I said. I knew going into the PGF. And I told my wife and I told a couple other people, I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the last thing I do. That was that was one of the reasons I, I made that so whatever about some of this stuff is because it was going to be, this is this was it. And I knew that this was going to be what the lasting image for some people would eat me as a competitor. And so sometimes that means and it doesn't feel good, you know, when you're, when you're not having a good representation of what you think you know, or you know you could do, I know that I could do a lot better a couple of years ago, but it's not a couple of years ago. So how do I reconcile those things, you know, all at one time? And it, I, that's what I had to do. I just knew that this is what's going to happen. Some of those guys were going to get me. Uh, I was going to do my best to beat everybody that was in there because I thought I could do it even with whatever limitation. Because I've always beat people with limitations that I've had, whatever they were at the given time being you know bigger smaller less athletic not you know whatever the case was you know i always just found a way to win and so that's what i was gonna try to do with dgf stuff and honestly like at the finale again that was one of the things like with matt like it was getting close to the point where it was like fuck yeah he getting tired i was feeling breathing hard he was starting to switch grips too fast because his hands were getting a little crampy and i was like this is it he's about to he's about to lose it but then when I came over on top, uh, the, the pressure from his triangle into my lower back and my neck and stuff, that was what it was more than a choke. I would have made him like choke me out maybe or like lo a lot longer hold that out in a normal situation I felt like, but I didn't have enough left to, to even resist it. So it's I'm doing myself a disservice to go out there and keep competing like this because I'm not able to represent myself well enough you know, that, that, it, that it's going to be right. So I just don't want to do it anymore if I, if I can't do it at a high enough level to feel good about it. I hear you. Now, you, you were mentioning lasting images. Tell us a little bit about this one. <laughs> 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 Look at that young guy, bro. Baby face. Listen, that Dude. was my third fight. I had been training for about 14 months total. Yeah. I, yep. All MMA training. I was a white belt. Uh, they offered me $1,500 to go show up and fight and another $1,500 if I could win. And so, so me and when did you, my buddy. When did you start training 10th Planet? Ooh, two, let's see. Uh, 
about six about six or seven years ago. So about six years ago, uh, the 2015, 2016. So how, uh, how first, long that, How long was that into your career? Oh, uh, like a of long like time. just like doing jujitsu uh, and MMA and stuff. Yeah, I was already a brown belt, and I already had eighteen of my fights. I only fought one time uh, when I was at Tenth Planet, and then I just started doing jujitsu once I switched over to that. Pretty much, Boogie got me out of fighting, thankfully, and started doing jujitsu. So, you probably said something. So yeah, I was like, already a brown belt. Orale, wait, you gotta stop doing that thing, man. You gotta oh, just man, do jujitsu. No, do <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorta. Of. But it was just like, dude, you don't have to do that. You don't have to. You're good enough at your jujitsu that you can compete yeah. at a high enough level with these right. guys. You know that that you're gonna make money. The same amount of money I was making for fighting a low level MMA fight to win a low level jujitsu tournament. It was like, oh, you mean I don't have to get hit in the face and kicked and punched all the time, and I can still make the same amount of money just compete? Yeah, man, that that sounds like a no brainer. Uh, but yeah, the Dan Severn fight, man. That's so. It's just so funny, man, to think back about that. Like, I was just yeah. I seen I seen that the other day. I had no clue you fought Dan Severn. That's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just for the. It was just for the kicks more than anything else, man. Like I, I just thought it was gonna be kind of that. Like y'all, I drove. We drove fourteen hours from Southern California up to the Res, you know, the Indian Res in Oklahoma, Nevada, and and got it on. You know, it, it just. I didn't have a why, just because they asked me to, and I was like, "Yeah, but I saw him on TV. Times up. I'd like to do that, you know." So. <laughs> and, and you you could do some modeling too, bro. Who I didn't thought I'm handsome, so I got these pictures from you. Man. <laughs> Matt Viper needs to pay me for that PGF hoodie right there. Right, right. I mean, come on, you're representing. You're, you you got their gear on. Yeah, man. That and that was another thing too. Is like as 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 for me wanting to do a part of it, like to help maybe the show too. Like, of course, I wanted it to, to help me, obviously. Uh, especially if there was a lot of things that I needed PGF to do for me. But I also wanted to help, like, promote the PGF uh, for Brandon and for those guys too, because they've helped me a lot behind the scenes with like my school and and with like techniques and, and with coaching and different things like that. Uh, Brandon, Brandon's a really great guy. He's helped me, you know, like I said, with a lot of different. He makes the man. Yeah. So, so I want to do as much as I can to also support him in, in this idea because I think it's, I think it's awesome. And, and I wanted to see, I want to see it blow up. So if I need to sacrifice myself a little bit for that, and that's okay too, you know, I, I think it's cool. And in, in 10 years from now, when the PGF is the hottest thing on ESPN or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll look back and think, you know, about this time and how, how we were some of the ones that helped like make the rules for the show and we, we helped formulate how the whole thing goes down, you know, and, and it'll be us that were the pioneers of this, much like they're the pioneers of the first UFCs and different things like that. I really think that the PF rule set and stuff has the ability to go really mainstream. I really, I really It really does, that. dude. So while we, we might not see you compete, but we'll see you in some form within the PGF, right? I'm trying. I, I've asked them to maybe get involved in some of the commentary stuff. If they would have me break up a little bit of it to have, you know, a couple other people that maybe aren't the locals uh, in there. But with this season being more spread out instead of it having just the local people in there, that may not be such a big deal. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm going to be involved somehow. We got a couple guys that train with me, like, I just gonna try to jump into a couple of the qualifiers and do some of that. So if he's going, then I'll probably go to help support him and you know things like that. 
But man, if they need anybody for like the coaching gigs, I know that was kind of mentioned or something like that. I'd be happy right. to get out there and like do what I could as a like group leader for some of these guys and give what advice I think I could as far as, you know, best practices in the room or, or however it could go. Um, yeah, I, I would love to be in any way that, that would benefit everyone, you know, the most. So for sure. Well, somebody, I, I, I somebody here, that. somebody here mentioned a 30 for 30. Uh, he might be related to you. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the guy. He's the one that's doing a lot of my uh, behind the scenes work for Costa Rica. He's the one that's calling a lot okay. of the people, setting up the the contacts down there, making sure they're going to get there. He's ordering the things from the different people. Uh, he he's my dude, man. Without him, for sure. Thank you, Kirby. Without you, I didn't know you're on here. We wouldn't have that Costa Rica stuff. He's the one that invited me down to the first trip, uh, our family vacation, just kind of to hang out with the boys and the family. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. Let's get a 30 for 30 for me. Shit. You're doing it big now. <laughs> well, you, you can even have like a, like a, you know, like a show like detail where it breaks down, you know, guys and maybe their jujitsu. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun too. Like at the very least, we're going to be going around it and I'm going to be watching it at the very least because it's, it's super interesting. So even if I have to become the number one fantasy guy over Egghead and everyone. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> hey, uh, talking about supporting the PGF, though, uh, Elijah, it was really awesome seeing you wear the, the PGF rash guard submission underground. That, that, that was awesome. Yeah, you caught Chael by surprise. He thought you were going to talk about the two triangle thing, but you gave the shout out, and that was pretty dope. What? So Chael, like I was watching the event, Chael was like, he thought you were going to talk some shit about the guy like ghost tapping you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then no, you gave the shout out to the PGF. That was pretty dope. I uh, didn't, I haven't seen that actually. And he doesn't well, remember. I really don't remember that. Well, going back to it though, uh, I, I know you're working on I, a I thought I rewatched it too. I thought I rewatched the thing and I thought they cut me off. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know. I, I didn't see it. On you know, the no, no, they, they gave you the airtime, man. Uh, Shout out, made it live on the air. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was no. confusing. I know that sounded really retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Egghead. Well, uh, you know, I know you're looking for a, a sponsorship uh, for, for gear and stuff, but uh, if you don't get it, any chance to be rocking that PGF? Uh, Rash guard to ADCC trials. Oh yeah, for sure. So how I'm going to set up these sponsorships and when I do the PGF, like I'll, um, it'll just be for the season. Like you're oh, going to pay me. Uh, like I'm going to try and find somebody who will pay me for the whole season. Like I'll rep your gear and then I'll do it to somebody else's gear on a different episode of one of my shows or something like that. You know. Hey, I want to show you a picture because uh, I think I was able to catch the essence of the bad guy and. Uh, I mean, come on. That was a good one. I'll give if you that, that. If that doesn't say bad guy, what does? I mean, like one minute you're in the back, you know, you're laughing it up with all the guys, you're telling jokes, and then, you know, it's it's showtime, and then this guy shows up. Yeah, that's the real bad guy, man. For real. It's not a stick. It only comes out right there, though. Yeah, I think, Wally, didn't you have a photo of him at last year's finale where your eyes were basically just all black? Oh, oh yeah, that, that was, was that was awesome too. There was there was no catch lights. I mean, the the room was pretty lit. Let me let me try to find it. The room was pretty lit, but his eyes were completely dark, like a shark. 
And I was like, oh, shit, this guy's about to do some work. <laughs> and not only that, he was kind of upset because he was cold in there. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, I was very upset at the on, at the first season finale. Like, it was so cold in there, and, like, the air conditioning was on, and I was like, someone do something about this. You were smart this time. This time you had a hoodie, you had your pants. Yeah. You had all kinds of shit on. Yeah. I got to find the, 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 the picture, but, yeah, I uh, – that was uh let me see. I'm I'm getting close here. I don't mean to keep you guys while I look for Sorry. this. Egghead, do you have any other questions for Elijah or or Steven while I'm looking for this? Yeah, just a, a just maybe a quick comment. Uh Steven, you're already talking about how if people are looking for you, now they have all this stuff out there that they can see and they should already know you beforehand. I, I just want to echo that and say I really enjoyed your lives as, as far as like getting your personal philosophy, you know, kind of, kind of the journey you've taken and, and you're even taking your mindset and your coaching. I mean, that's, that's really amazing. I mean, I, I, I it's very heartfelt and, and it, I hope you, I'm sure your students are watching, but anyone that, that just shows how much you want to put into them. And it, it's really, really cool. So that's not much of a question. Well, I appreciate it though. Cause it really, that really is true, man. Like one of the things is that, like I want them to feel that. I want them to know that that they are valuable people to me, you know, and, and that I value them being there, appreciate them coming train with me. Because there's literally tons of other places you could go train and there's world class training ten minutes away from me. So if you choose to come and train with me, I really appreciate that. If you're down to be with me and you want to ride on my team, I got your back, man. I I'm down for my people and, and I'm willing to help people. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it really, it really is like, I, I want to, that I guess that you would hear, like be the person that you needed when you were younger. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be that guy that I felt like I needed when I was younger and, and nobody could like, give me advice or nobody was trying to give me the advice that I needed. Even if it was like a smack in the face sometimes almost to say, Hey dude, you need to not do this. Like I want to, I want to be that guy for my people to where I, they they know that what they what they're gonna get honesty and then I care about them and so that sometimes I mean when I care about you I'm not gonna let you have what you want so that's gonna be you know I, mean, I have to I'm really really going to be that person someone that they can really rely on uh, to be honest with them even if it's gonna make them feel a little bit uncomfortable gonna mm -hmm. the truth when when they deal with me. No, that, that's really awesome. Um, just to, to switch gears for one second, uh, Elijah, uh, I think I don't, remember, I don't do not remember if we've asked you this before, but will the boy wonder, Blake Randall, will he, will he be making an appearance in uh, season three? Um, we don't know. Um, I want him to. He, uh, I guess he's going to have to go do a qualifier. I might get him in without doing a qualifier, but uh, he'll probably go do one of the qualifiers. Are you going to take him on the road with you to the schools? Oh, yeah, yeah. Blake will be with me. And, dude, I've got this other kid, dude, all got to be watching out for. I just gave him his blue belt um, like a, like two months ago. But he is just a fantastic fucking grappler, dude. Uh, Caleb. Uh, Goddamn, Caleb. What's your last name? <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> Caleb. We're, we're good with Caleb. Caleb Addison. Yeah, he's one of my blue belts. And he is. Yeah, Caleb. Ad Caleb Addison. He's a fucking monster. Well, we saw Blake Randall again. Uh, it was the the Hydra Cup that they had the the PGF uh, team in there for the the quartet, uh, and Randall went out there and just slaying fools. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see him? Uh, uh, did you see him in the combat jujitsu tournament? Is that what you're talking about here recently? Uh, no, the Hydra Cup. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. I, I didn't see him slapping that much, but I think it was combat jujitsu. Um, I think he's done two. He did one that was at a Gogi in Chattanooga that was like not slaps. And then he did one in like Nashville somewhere here recently. It was a blue belt combat jujitsu tournament that he won. He's only 17. He just went in there and wrecked yeah. these dudes. But yeah, I think that was he's in a combat jujitsu tournament tomorrow. Um, at Battle oh, Mountain. My, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Him and another one of my blue belts, my roommate, Brandon Brunner, um, they're both in it. And then we had, and then uh, Chance Gilbride from uh, Up at Agogi, one of my good buddies, he's a fucking killer too. It's going to be, Wait. my roommate has Andrew Kochel first. Is that how you say his last name? Kochel? Kochel? I don't know. But I know Evan's in there too. Yeah. I, Evan's I got a Evan's match with this dude from Agogi, uh, Torres. He's a beast. That's going to be a very interesting match. That look look that dude looks jacked. Dude, he, he looks, is jacked. He really looks good like, wrestler. He looks like he's 50 pounds heavier than Evan. He's got the longest arms of anybody I've ever seen, Mike. <laughs> he's, a, he's a short dude, but his arms are so fucking long. Mm, that's good for fighting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so we got a comment here for I believe it's for uh for Steven uh, from the Tower of Ken. So true. Be the person for others who you needed when you were younger. They need you. And I think I think that's true, man. I think we could all relate to some time in your life that you wish someone would have came through for you in some instance. Uh oh, we lost the audio. Hear me? Hello? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, we can okay. hear you now. Somebody was calling me. Um, but yeah, so you know, just I think we can all relate to that feeling of wanting something and somebody that you thought could help you or should help you and didn't, you know. So, so I want to try to be as helpful as I can in those situations. Go out, you know, put myself out there, and you know, it, even something so, so simple as like if you're out somewhere and you've been drinking or whatever, and you need a ride, call me. Got a flat tire? Call me. You know, just simple things like that. Call me if you need some help. I've got your back. You don't have to like do these kind of things like by yourself or any, you know what I mean? You don't have to, you know, hurt yourself or any crazy shit like that, that we're a team and a family and that, that we all want to like help each other out. Yeah. Call Steven. Cause I'll be asleep and I don't answer my phone. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I don't hear it. I'm out. <laughs> true. It's true. Just hey, let I, me know and I'll keep it on for you. Yeah. Uh, I got a question for you, Elijah. Uh, how important has been Sean Applegate to your development? Um, everything, man. Him and Chase, um, him, Chase, and Josh, dude, they are they're the best, man. They're the best in the southeast. Right, on. Ryan, Ryan Aiken, too, man. Like uh, that crew down there, they are fucking, they are the best. How often do you make it to Atlanta? Not as often as I could, but uh, working on getting there a little bit more. But over the last like four or five years, I've gotten some. Decent training in with those guys, and uh, consider Sean my coach. And you got your brown from him, right? No, no, I got my brown no. from uh, Agogi in Agogi. Chattanooga. Okay, was that the 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 dude with was bald with the glasses, kind of Jack that was with you? Um, Is that yeah, your coach? He, he trains at Agogi, but he's not one of my coaches. He's actually okay. one of my blue belts. Oh, right on. Because I, I think we saw him last season as well with you. Yeah, okay. he came down a few times with me. Right on. Luke Wilson, he's a I, I, real good I gotta, dude. I'll cut you guys off, but uh, I got to take off, okay? Hey, we're, we're going to cut it off as well. So uh, before we let you go, okay. why don't you shout out your school and, and your sponsors? 
Yeah, for real. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Kent Flint, Perry, Georgia, man. Uh, love my team. Thank you guys for holding it down for me these last several weeks when been mixed up and, you know, hustling for the competition stuff. Shout out to Musgrove Trial Firm. If you are in this in Georgia and you are in an auto accident, call your buddy. He, he, he's my cousin and he's also my biggest sponsor. Uh, so hit him up. Uh, he'll get you right. He knows, he knows how to get it before you. And uh, works bookkeeping and accounting service and the Peach Podcast. Thank you guys for all the continued support. I couldn't do this without y'all. All right, brother. We'll let you go. Take care, and all we'll right, catch you soon, brother. Much love, y'all. Peace. All right, Peace. later. Yeah. Go ahead, again. No, I was saying goodbye. Oh, okay. I thought you had a question. <laughs> Miggy, you, oh. you, you've been sitting there just looking pretty with your beard and, and your slick hair back. So What's pretty. up, man? You you got any questions or what? Um, nah, man. He's like, I'm just here to look pretty. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I'm here to absorb this, you know. <laughs> you didn't nice. make it. That's two seasons that you haven't made it down. Oh, uh, bro. Well, this year, you know. Well, it was your anniversary. I get it. Third time was a charm, right? Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I missed out on Elijah in Portland, man, and in Springfield, right down the road from me. Okay, I talked to you then. I did. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. felt like shit. I was like, fuck. I had class that night. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Pussy. Anyway, before we let you go, uh, why don't you shout out, you know, your sponsors and what your school and all that, and where can people find you on on social media? Um, Elijah Carlton on Instagram. Uh, just Elijah Lane Carlton on Facebook. My school, Southside Jiu Jitsu Club. Boom. Um, looking for sponsors. Hit me up. <laughs> That's right. Shout Hit out him to up. The PGF. Don't be afraid. You know, he may be a bad guy on the mats, but he's a really cool guy. So don't don't be afraid. He'll, he'll do you right. Uh, Egghead, any final thoughts? No, man. Uh, just, uh, well, I guess one thing I thought, thought was interesting. Uh, you didn't go with just the mustache for the finale this time. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. You, you, that, that was kind of this part of your, your bad guy shtick. I was surprised. I, I remember like going into season uh, two, you were driving down there and you're like, you know, the mustache, it had to go back to the mustache. That was a big thing. So I was a little surprised. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I just, I like switching it up sometimes. So I just switched it up and showed up, you know, that's what the bad guy does. It's like, whatever the bitch is to, like, I right? I to play on <laughs> No, but obviously much respect. I mean, you, you, your guard's insanity. Uh, I mean, just, just seeing every competitor try and, and, and except for one fail and just, you know, shoot, seeing one try for 30 minutes. Just, just to try to figure out forty. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, I mean, at some point, I, I looked away for a little bit, like, huh. But anyway, but, 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 dang, that that is, it's impressive, man. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for all the content out there and, and all your competition. Uh, you know, I'm not going to write your nuts as much as Wallow does, but uh, hey, you're hey, a bad man. You're that's bad okay because you be riding Hunter's nuts. Thank you, man. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. You know, I, uh, I'm just out here doing what I can to make some money. Fuck know, make yeah. a living doing what I love. So that's what it's all it. about, man. I, I, you know, you're you're going through the struggle now. So when you're my age, you're not going to be in that struggle because, you know, I, we talked a little bit behind the scenes and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, now is when you're supposed to struggle in your 20s. And then by the time you're in your 40s, you're you're fucking set sitting back and, you know, collecting checks without doing shit. So For sure. I'm, I'm trying, man. I just yeah. love what I do. I love coaching. And I love traveling and competing and teaching. It's just I thoroughly enjoy it, man. Hell yeah. 
Well, all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the comments in the in the comment section. Sorry we didn't get to all of them, but you know we were talking to the bad guy in the dream. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.